This is In So Many Words, the podcast, episode 44 for the week of April 24th, 2023. Hello and welcome to another episode of In So Many Words, the podcast, where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. In so many words. I am your one of three hosts, Chrono Lucas. Over there, we have Miss Stephanie Rose. And then, of course, you can't forget Sweet Maui. <clears throat> sweet Maui bringing the sweet sass to this podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like I just need a slogan. Yeah. Did I have one before? You used to say, you used to say like Rose. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Like Rick Ross, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I got to go back and like listen to some of our old stuff. Mm-hmm. It's funny. You don't, you don't come off like a Rick Ross fan. Oh, I was back in the day. So uh, has everybody had a good week since the last time? It's been a while. Like, I know people have been waiting on this. It's been about Sorry, two weeks. Sorry, it's, uh, it's my fault because- No, like... no, it's it, it's my fault. I had a medical oh. incident. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been dealing with the, like some medical, well, not really medical. <laughs> Stupid. Coleman did have a medical incident the last time we tried to record, but then then it was like my situation. Like all, it's like there's a bug going around with the kids right now. Like it's like some hybrid stomach bug mixed with cold, mixed with flu, mixed with fucking maybe COVID. I don't even bother like yeah. testing anymore, but so I'm kind of still sick. Oh, you're going to get us canceled for saying it. They're going to be like, you don't uh, even fucking test. And I'm you're going sorry. out. Into- I, don't, I don't know. I don't send my kids to school. Like, they're sick. So I'm not, like, part of the problem. Well, you live in a red <laughs> state, so I don't think, you know. It technically it turned blue. Purple. Oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah, turn blue last election because everybody moved here from California. So, yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess purple is accurate, though, because if you walk around here... You definitely still have a lot of reds. Anyway, so I may be sounding a little nasally right now. I might mute my microphone a bit because I have this like lingering cough, but I'm here to take one for the team to get this episode produced. Good job. That's right. We're getting it out. (laughs) Uh, Jessica, how was your week? How, How have you been? My week has been pretty good. Um... I know we're going to talk about this topic later on in the show, but I feel like all I've done is work and then this other thing. Like it's it's been it's been a good week. Totally boring, but exciting for me. I decided for this week I am going to cook new recipes. This Ooh, upcoming week. So that's that's like my little challenge. Cannot cook the same food that I normally cook. So that's what I've been like I have so much I can share with you. Oh, really? I feel like, yeah, that's like very common in like the mom's circle because we're like, I mean, I'm not saying that people who don't have kids don't cook dinner every single night, but Mm -hmm. you kind of are like, you can't skip meals when you have kids because they are just like, they don't let you forget (laughs) that they're hungry. And so like, I like try to plan my meals. And so when I run, when I start to get in that cycle of like, oh, I'm always making the same thing, I'll like reach out to like my other mom friends to be like what should i make and then like they'll send me some shit that they have they're like that they love so i've mm-hmm. got a whole pinterest album i could share with you yes send it to me i'm on pinterest <laughs> send it over 
Like what I'm really looking for is like, I bought this cookbook and it's meals that you can make and the wine that's paired with it. So Ooh. I'm like, I know, I know. I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited. But I feel like you can pair wine with any meal. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. So yeah, send me the recipes and I'll let you know like which wine I pair with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Coleman, how's well, your week? <laughs> yeah, uh, how's your, I mean, everything's all good with your medical incident? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go too much into that, but I have a apparently a a thing where I like just overheat. Like I just get like really hot. And last week, as we started recording, like it got as bad as as it as it has ever gotten. And I don't know. I feel like I was about to black out. So, like, it's a scary feeling for sure. Yeah. I mean, at least you're at home. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel better now? I don't know. I'm starting to feel a little bit weird. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm like, that's it. You're cut. Jessica and I are running this. Uh, no, I'm all right. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what are we talking about this week? Stephanie? All right. You want to set us yes, up? Yes, I will set us up. <clears throat> so, so something that I've been spending a lot of time on more recently is exploring what makes a person successful. Those listening, you can't see, but I'm doing like bunny quotations with my fingers, successful, because success is different for each person. But I'm wondering, like you see those videos on online where the guy goes door to door in like a, a, a mansion neighborhood and, you know, rings their doorbell and says like, Hey, I just want to know, this is a beautiful house. I just want to know, like, what do you do for a living? And the person will say, like, whatever it is that they do. And, like, I don't know about anyone else who's ever seen those videos, but I'm always just like, you're in fucking marketing? Like, <laughs> you're in marketing? And then and then I start to, like, attach a lot of um, stigma things to that. Like, oh, well, maybe they have a husband or a wife who is, you know, really bringing in the big bucks. And um, so... <laughs> I was just wondering what makes, what gets a person to success and what keeps them there. And then here are some of my thoughts. <clears throat> Is it hard work? Because like politics will tell you that it's hard work. <laughs> and so I've been like, what the fuck is hard work? People who work at McDonald's are working hard. Like they're not getting, they're not getting paid, but they're like, they're working hard. Um, is it consistency? Is it um, luck? Is it, or is it a combination of all the things, really? Because here's my thought, and then I'm going to pass to you guys. I think okay. getting and successful to me is not living paycheck to paycheck and being able to do things you like while doing the things that you have to do. Um, and so I think for me, the answer is consistency in your mindset because you have to your mind has to be able to show up and talk you and stop talking you out of things that are not going to be helpful right so if it's saving money or if it's um having a goal and achieving it you can talk yourself out of getting there because you just don't feel like it today um and i think those people who are successful are consistent in staying disciplined and reaching and achieving their goals. Because I feel like we're all big dreamers, 
But then when it comes time to like buckle down and stick to it, that's where for me, at least it gets kind of rocky. Because I want to treat myself as we all do. I I want to first say that I love how years later you are now starting to believe the laws of the universe (laughs) and believe in the secret. Because if you guys listened to our podcast years yes. ago, it's that was coming like full circle. It's coming full yes, circle. God damn. I would always say how you how thought your thoughts become things and how you are able to change your life, change your situation by first believing and then acting upon it and continuing to act upon it and live like those changes already happened. So I want to say that makes my heart happy. I wish I could go back and tell 26-year-old Jessica, like, girl, just wait. Just wait. Stephanie gonna see, she's gonna see the light. Um, but I agree with you. Like people, I feel so going back to when you were saying how they on the YouTube videos or you know, the little TikTok videos and whatnot, where they go and knock on people's doors and they're like, oh, what are you doing? It's like some random ass, like, oh, I watch horses or whatever you call that. And it's like, oh, but you're like so rich. And I really do think that you can make money in any field if you know how. So it it goes back to, or it makes me think, or makes me agree with that to become successful, like truly successful people are people who do work hard, but not hard in like the McDonald's person way. I know you mentioned them. They, I feel like, mcdonald's workers (laughs) work hard in like not a smart way unless you're like you know you got your game plan i'm gonna work here for x amount of years or i'm going to work my way up if you're just still i mean for some people it's just a job it's just a job teenagers it's a great place for them to get i agree it's a great place but if you're an adult and you work at and you're the cashier at McDonald's and that's all you've ever done, you're working dumb hard. So it's just like, oh yeah, you're working hard and I bet your feet hurt. What if they like it? What if a, what if a person is like 47 years old and he's like, I've been working at McDonald's for the past 12 years Ooh. and it's just I like I just I know that's but but what if they like it? You have you have to if you work for, at McDonald's for 12 years, even as a manager of the store on 67th and Ada. Oh, sometimes it's all you know. Sometimes it's all you know, or sometimes you have a felony. Sometimes you have a felony and you can't do anything. Okay, that's true too. That's true too. But I feel like you have to think about what to do with your felony. Like, what can you do on your own to like make it work? That's a little bit harder. But just like the average person who works at McDonald's as a cashier, you're right. That's all they know, and that's why how to fix them is by getting experiences, which goes back to the laws of the universe because exposure helps you rise because once you see like oh there's more out there you'll be motivated to do better all right <clears throat> so does that because i because kind of you, you brought up something that i didn't consider because if somebody is just so used to what they're doing and they're just like yeah I just go to mcdonald's and you know like that's just what i do mm-hmm. does that mean that as people you should always strive to be around somebody that's like better than like i don't want to say yes. better but like yeah so- but you want somebody to like no dude like mcdonald's like i'm about to get you in like over at this company and like we're about to like make some money like so should i don't want to over had- go, go no ahead. go ahead go ahead no i feel it's not necessarily about switching your careers it's just if you're the cashier at mcdonald's you want to strive for something more humans need goals to motivate them 
So that's why well, certain people they need are, rewards as well. They, like because the psychology of it all is that like it's a reward it's a reward system and I feel like people like if we're being honest, like adults who stay in minimum wage positions they're lacking in like so many other areas, right? Like, like, like the education was not there. They're in the, probably in a state of survival mode because it's just like, I just need, I just need money, you know? And mm-hmm. and that's it. It's just, I just need money so that I could pay my rent and so I can eat and that's it. And it's like, to think about anything else, you know, and that's why I go back to like it being a mindset thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because if that, if that's it, then you'll just live your whole life and that'll be it. And that's literally what brings me to this topic is when you look at it at like a your family, like what do they call it? Lineage or like just past generational stuff. Like, well, okay. <laughs> There's a show on Netflix <laughs> called Um, what is it called? How to Get Rich. And mm, it's mm-hmm. it's um with Ramit, I forget his name, but I'm sorry. Um should have had his name ready. But he's like a financial advisor and he has interviews with a bunch of different people and some of them are making like, you know, thirty K a month and they're broke. And yeah. some of them are making only thirty K a year and they're broke. And so I've always thought that it was you need to just you make more money. Making thirty thousand dollars a month. You know what I would yeah, do with thirty thousand dollars a month? They're spending. They're spending mm-hmm. it. Spend <laughs> they're spending it. it. I could spend like, thirty thousand, honey. You and know so that's like that's the whole. That's the like greatest thing I took away from that show is like because he his big thing is like you making more money isn't going to get you ahead because you're just going to spend more money on other things. And so it's like, you have to have a plan. You have to have a goal. You have to have somebody, something that you're working towards. And he's big on Mm -hmm. like taking at least, you know, he's big on treating yourself, like take some of it and treat yourself guilt-free spending, but then take the other and invest it, invest it in places that are going to make you more money without making you That's such a pain in the ass though. Like you got to figure really out all much. this. Sh- it's I mean, it's not, it's discipline. <clears throat> That's what's hard about it. Right. Because we don't want to be disciplined. We want our money and we want to spend it how we want. <laughs> I call it generational curses. Honestly. Like I know we always think about generational curses as like emotional or like drug related, but I also, it's think everything. It's like, how yes how if your family didn't care about their finances or like working and having goals increase you're probably going to be like that too because you just don't know and they don't know and you have to work harder yeah you have to work harder to uh, overcome that and set the new standard so he like he talks about that like most of your financial behaviors come from watching your parents' financial mm-hmm. behaviors or your family's financial behaviors. And so that's what kind of had me going down a rabbit hole because I was like, damn, like my dad's never owned a house. My mom never owned a house. They mm-hmm. are just and and so I've been like, yes, I'm doing better than my parents are, but like I want to do even better so that mm-hmm. like like I want to like change the narrative so to speak so that you know my kids can do even better than I did. Um, yeah. But it's like, and if you go back generation to generation, it's like, oh yeah, look at that. Nobody before has, you know, cared about savings or 401k or investments or any of that. But do you guys think that society like sets you up for something like that? Like you have to like 
because I'm I'm not saying it's impossible, but you have to like go out and do some like Superman level shit. Like it's not something you could just. No, it's maybe not. it is something you could just wake up. It's something you can do, but no, it is literally. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it is, yeah. you know. But I, I just feel like the way, like the, like the system is kind of rigged. It's not. To, it, it is. Well, yeah. Everybody, everybody thinks the the way the system is rigged is just like the, the people that already have done the type of stuff that you're talking about. Like they're hoarding all of that shit for themselves, but they sell you this dream of just like yeah, like someday you could be like me. Like someday you could be rich and like have generational fucking wealth, wealth and stuff. Like yeah, like someday you can do that. And it's just like, but can you though? Like you niggas are out here yeah. buying up all the properties and homes. You, you, the 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 rate of of uh what is it like the the money that they're paying people hasn't increased over like the past 20 years but like they're giving themselves all the fucking profits Mm -hmm. well and then so the show he's like he's not a fan of home ownership he's like he's like honestly home ownership is is the riskiest asset you can have because you have to take care of all of your anything breaks down um that expense is coming straight out of your pocket and you weren't mm-hmm. and you didn't like plan for it whereas if you have a rental um all that stuff is included and you don't have to pay for it no that's 100% true that's why sometimes you ha- you have to like judge your financial situation and determine what's best for you is buying a home what's best for you financially or is it better to just rent and have all those expenses covered each month who wants to be tied to one spot though i feel like that's a part of it too because like once you because because realistically how many people are out here buying like multiple homes uh, people who are smart that's the thing that's where it's like a generational curse a generational curse we and i think the government told us to buy one house live in it for 30 years and then that's it no Home ownership, buying a house should be an investment where, you know, you stay there for five, 10 years, five years, and then you're able to have, you know, you know, the equity increase so that you can sell it and make a profit and then get a bigger home. They don't teach us this, but it's what we should be doing. We shouldn't look at home ownership like, oh, you get that one house and you stay there for 30 years. No. No, not in today's world. Maybe back in the day, that's how it works. But in today's world, you get a home, you live in it for a few years, you get a home that you can afford and afford the financial repairs, live in it for a couple of years. Once they like increases, sell it and make sure you're in a good area, sell it. And then you move on. And <laughs> so uh, the, the the guy in the show, this one couple, they bought a house that had three levels. They rented out two of the levels Mm-hmm. It's paying more than their mortgage. They don't yeah. have a housing expense at all, and they're profiting mm-hmm. from it. And I'm just like, those guys are goals. I don't even know why they're on the show. I mean, they had like, they had like investments in Vanguard, and they had like all kinds of of side money coming in just from them doing like stocks. And see, that shit is what gets me like. I've never been able to get into like the stocks um, and it like makes me feel so uncomfortable <laughs> looking at that shit. And I, I start mm-hmm. to feel uh, and I imagine if this is how the worker at McDonald's feels about like leveling up it is how mm-hmm. I feel when I think about investing in the stocks, then I could get it. But I think the key there is to like know 
that you can get help from people who do know how to do the stocks or you can, mm-hmm. you know, you can have an advisor and it, I don't know. It's hard to make comparison. No, no, someone no, working. no. I, yeah. I understand exactly what you mean. And, and that's why I don't have as much of a soft spot for people who work in service industries who feel like they're not making ends meet. It's like in today's where you have YouTube, which is free and YouTube university. I kid you not. Stephanie, you know, call me, you know, it will teach you how to do everything. With smartphones, we have way too much technology to not be able to change our lives. You have to so, you have to know that there's an issue, though. And I feel like certain type of people just <laughs> oh, yeah. are set like, in If you can't pay your bills? If you can't pay your bills, you don't think that's an issue? In blaming, like, set in blaming the system. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get ahead. Oh. It's like there's no there's no ownership, right? And so it's like, I can't get ahead because the government- But is, it not, but is it not the system? Like, they make, like, $8 an hour. They make 13 to $15 an hour, but that's not the is point. That, but is that is that enough? The point is you're not supposed to stay there. <laughs> but some people, that's all they can do. What no, if I fucked up? And, what if I what if I fucked up and got a federal charge and went to jail for ten years and I get out and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll barely give you McDonald's. Like you still have to make ends meet. Working like, construction. That's, yes, construction. but not everybody. Not everybody has a felony. You know what I mean? Not everybody working in those. That would be like mm-hmm. that's. There's too many people working in those those bottom of the barrel jobs to say that each of them has a felony. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like it's generational. Yeah. They don't know any better. That's what my mom did. That's what my grandma did. That's what my sister, uncle, cousin did. That's what we do. But do, uh, what, what like, I'm saying is, what what I'm saying is, do you think that society as a whole pushes people to like the stuff that you guys are talking about? Is like, look, man, we got to make this fucking money and like doing this shit the regular way isn't working. So we got to like take a sidestep and take a shortcut, you know, and find a. We got it like that. That's what you guys are talking about. But it's not an everyday thing. It's not an everyday thing. That's not what they don't teach you that in school. They don't teach you how to. They don't even teach you how to file your fucking taxes. That's what I was going to say. I think the societal issue is the lack of education. You know what I mean? Because they because society, the politics, politicians don't want everybody to be above middle, upper class. Like you know, like if we're by design, right? And so it's like withholding the educational piece is is huge but like that's why i said it's a personal journey because you have to be able to like recognize i don't want to be like this anymore like Mm -hmm. i don't want it to be like this anymore i'm so uncomfortable here i need to change something (laughs) i i don't disagree but i don't think the everyday person like has that i feel like that's the problem that's why you have Niggas in Chicago chimping out. And I said it, and you can cancel me for saying it. You have niggas in Chicago chimping out because they don't have any fucking direction or they, they don't have people like us. And I hate I, I hate to even say people like us because, like, we're not, you know, we're not exactly Kardashians. We ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm it. saying, but like, they don't, they don't, they don't have that. So it's like, what the fuck? And, and that's like a lot of people. Like, there was a lot of kids out there. Like, and, and they are kids. And like it does upset me to see stuff like that, but it's just like yeah, Wait, like maybe explain just... what you're what you're talking about. You said okay, there's a lot so of... what is this? It's uh, April twenty third. So everybody knows last weekend in Chicago, a lot of black kids. We're going there. We're going. We're going there. there. Like I'm <laughs> saying it. I don't care. Like the the media won't say it, but we all know, and it's embarrassing because it's like it's just like oh man, like 
who's doing all this stuff? Is it the Asian people? Like, no, we know who it is. Okay, no, explain the situation first. Explain what happened. The situation is, I don't know, like on on a Sunday night, on a fucking (laughs) Sunday night, these animals... These fucking monkeys went down, <laughs> went, da- <laughs> went downtown, downtown Chicago, of all the most, because downtown Chicago is beautiful. And they went down in there and, and, and they're attacking people and burning people, people's cars and and just destroying stuff. That's that's what happened. I'm just saying, like like we're going there, we're going there. Like it was black people. Why? But, I didn't hear this story because you know I don't watch the news. You didn't hear about that? It was Dude, everywhere. No. It was so I bad. I've been so stuck on the boy who got shot by the 80-year-old man for like going to the wrong house um looking for his brothers. I've been like I've been going down that one like what the fuck is wrong with people? But well, no, I, mean, I mean they said I mean, that he may have been like banging on the door. I don't know. We need further information for that. I mean, but this, no, you should not shoot. No, Stephanie, shoot. I really no, Stephanie, I really He really, shot him, really he wanna... shot him twice though. He shot him no. he shot him in the head and then when he fell on it, they said he shot him again. <laughs> I really want to know what That's Stephanie's not funny, but it's about the Chicago stuff. Yeah, I don't know why he's laughing about that, but no, because it's because like no, I'm, I'm, it's funny. It's funny because this is like, dang, like you shot him once, and then you just because if he was just knocking on the door, and you open the door, and he was like, what the fuck, and then you just shoot him in the head, and then shoot him again. Yeah, it, I mean, it's like, why would you take it that far? It's just like he had to have wanted to just kill somebody. You don't know. Like that. it's, it's not funny. I don't know. I'd like to have more information before I can just like jump on anybody's bandwagon. All right, we're getting off the subject. I brought. I've said all of that to say that the kind of kids that are out there, at least in Chicago today, that would go downtown and like riot like that. Definitely, they were just there to have fun. Like they, a bunch of you know that generation. Maybe thirteen to twenty one. I saw video clips of it, but I didn't know. I I didn't know if there was like context behind why. Like no, they weren't there was protesting. A, an outrage. No, they just was bored and wanted to go downtown and have fun. Yeah, they just went down there and did it. And then the thing Why is, like, once they mean? once they saw how mad people got about it, like word got out, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're gonna come back and do it again." Hmm. It's not a good look. Do you would do you feel safe going to Chicago? Stephanie, I mean, yeah, I yes, downtown. I don't, I don't get scared of like shit like that. I don't know. So something happens to me when I go back home. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I I like turn back into like a different person, where like I obviously know that I have to be aware of my surroundings, but my kids don't yeah. know, right? And yeah. so I have I don't want to like scare them into like they're little, but it, obviously if we live there they would have a totally different mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like even when I live there, I don't know. I feel like Chicago just kind of hardens you. Like, like I as agree. a child, you know, you just know, mm-hmm. like, and you just like that though, man, like they were, they were down there like pulling people out of their cars and like breaking windows out of cars. While, like They said this guy, they, they, they were, they were like, they were chasing down. It was like, it's, it was really bad. See, those like, are the like, situations that I would have to kill somebody. Oh, you know what I mean? If I'm if somebody's fucking with me and I have my kids, like if I have my kids and I have like a knife in my purse, like I'm fucking you up. Huh? And like like I'm not going to let somebody they- pull me out of my car. What? <laughs> in theory, no, but I didn't say they may gun. Have a weapon. I said knife. <laughs> I know, but I would think that you would need to have the gun if you're going to like defend 
Like if someone's right, and in Chicago you can't. So bad. No, you can you now. Can. You can you, have. Oh, you, you can. can. Yeah, they in Arizona, it. you could just have a gun. You don't have to go through like you could just go have a gun. Like you don't have to yeah, go no, through have to all the checks and. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't hear. So a lot of people have guns here, and it's funny to hear the, like the both sides argue about it. Like we should have more guns because then we'll be able to protect ourselves. And it's like, okay, if we didn't have guns at all, people wouldn't be getting shot and killed. And so it's like a, a divide. But I have a story to go along with that. So. I went to the movies a couple of weeks ago to watch Mario, Mario. And there were so many people in a theater that I developed anxiety thinking, what if a gunman comes in here and tries to, you know, off us. And my, my natural instinct honestly was like to go to wishing that I had like something on me in case it's needed. And that I have the training too, so I can like aim and make sure. So I hear, I understand the argument when it goes to, they have weapons, so I need to have just as strong of a weapon to defend me and mine. But that's not. But that's not. That's not how it's gonna go. This is how it's gonna go. If you're in a fucking movie theater and it's a crowded movie theater, the person that is trying to shoot up the movie theater isn't gonna just be sitting there and just be like, "All right, uh, previews are over." Pop, pop. They're not about to. No, they're gonna they're gonna come in while the movie is playing and just shoot it up with the AR fifteen. They're, like, they're gonna spray have gonna, like spray yeah, they're just the gonna place. come in and start spraying it. That's what I would do. Whoa! I mean, if I was gonna, <laughs> what? I'm just no, no. I'm just saying, like, if you were gonna, if you were gonna do that, like, wouldn't you like, like, that's the best way you come in after everybody's are. Why are you guys looking at me like that? I'm just saying, if if you're gonna do that and you have an assault rifle. You're not about to just come in there and sit down with the popcorn with everybody else as the previews are starting. You wait. I don't think they're planning. I don't think they're planning that far at all because (laughs) generally, I mean, this has happened. You guys don't remember in 2012. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it did. The day day Mackenzie was born, a movie Mm. theater got shot up in Colorado. Batman. Batman was the Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. And so, or NIU, like that happened at NIU. Like they just, like, it wasn't like, I'm going to wait till the professor's done with his speech. No, like, I'm coming in there and I'm spraying the place. Like, I don't care who I get. I'm just getting everybody. Yeah. Like, But that's why I would train for those kinds of How do you train for that? No, they have it. So if you I'm don't get sure. shot in that moment, you want to be able to, be able to like, like yes. snipe him while he's sniping everyone else. I would probably not have a sniper, but I would have something that's a little bit more cuter and I could get him. Like, honestly. You're not beating no AR-15 with you no cute-ass little made pistol. Me, it made me it. feel better. You're not doing it. It would have made me feel better if I had a gun. I tell so you, if, 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 if I'm in fucking Target and I, and I hear some high-powered military rifle going off, I'm getting the fuck away from the sound. That's all you can do. Go oh, to yeah. the. But if, but if you're barricaded in a room and you know somebody has a weapon on them, you're going to feel yeah, safe. It would be nice to be able to, like, if it to be but able the, but, to feel like when he finds me, I have something mm-hmm. to sh- at least shoot back with. Yeah. Um, but the guy, but that, the guy that, sh- the guy that shot up the grocery store, like they were just like getting out of their cars, like walking in, and he just walked up and started like. Yeah, you can't really people. prepare for it. That's that's the hard part, you know. You can't be prepared for it. <laughs> I just I mean, understand. every time I every time I go to Target now, I'm like looking around. Dude, I had that shit. I went to my kids' school um last week. I don't remember what. Oh, because there was an incident. Oh, yeah, I might as well just share it. A fifth grader brought alcohol 
to school at my kid's school and they sent a, a vague ass email saying a banned substance was brought to school but Mackenzie comes home and she's in the car she's like mom this kid um Nathan oh fuck uh well <laughs> <laughs> he um he brought uh like he brought alcohol and meth to school meth and so I was like oh hell no and and she and she just like was going on about the story or whatever and I responded to the email from the principal and I was like um did you guys like report this to CPS, which is like Child Protective Services? Because I'm kind of concerned. You mean it's the- not Chicago Public Schools? No. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just uh, joking. <laughs> yeah. And DCFS for those listening in Chicago. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm concerned for this kid, right? Because if you're a 10 year old and you're bringing substance to school and drinking it and offering it to your friends, your home is not a safe place. And yeah. so the principal like calls us in for a meeting the next day. She well, first, she calls Mackenzie in and um, she's like, can I speak to her to get her side of the story? And I was like, I would like to be present for that meeting. And mm-hmm, so I go and it's like the dumbest waste of my time. And she just keeps saying like, there were a lot of lies spread and there were a lot of stories made up and there, yes, there was an alcohol beverage and that's it though. There was no other drug. And I'm like, the fact that you're saying that's it though is like why isn't this and so i just immediately went someone can come in here and shoot this whole school up and i just had that i had that moment while i was sitting there and i was like if you take like little shit like a fucking 10 year old bringing a bottle of angry orchard as like a small thing like oh i called the police just to like talk to him about the consequences and the parents were not aware that he brought it. Well, no fucking shit they weren't aware. Like, <laughs> like who, you who, think who, my kids would bring that shit? Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. They're, right. Mm-hmm. And there were there was no meth. But the... Oh, there wasn't. Okay. No, there wasn't. That, that was just... She said that, like, the kids sort of created a lot of stories. And mm-hmm. which is true. Kids do that shit. But, the, but there was alcohol. <laughs> like, there was a 10-year-old that brought alcohol and drank it. And another friend of theirs also drank it. And they got sent home. And it's like, it's like if you just send kids like that on their way, they bring a gun the next time. You know what I mean? And that has happened here. Like, I have a girlfriend. Uh, she's a therapist. And so she has had clients who have been like, yeah, like two guns were brought to school by, like, kids. And it's like, we're talking kids should not have guns in their hands. Like, in kids' minds, in kids' minds, guns are, like, Call of Duty and, like, fun war like it's fun to be a soldier you never and shit brought like that. alcohol wait you never brought alcohol to school Lacey. <laughs> what <laughs> sorry, no wait, what? <laughs> for, the, for those for those of you that don't know jessica and stephanie did attend the same high school they in were in the same grade? grade and everything like in well, fifth okay. grade i got suspended in third grade for bringing something <gasps> else that should not have been brought to school. But I wasn't bringing it to, like, be, you know, like I was going to be a school child. I brought it because it just, I didn't even fucking bring it. I'm kidding. My friend what was it? I gave it to her. This is the first I'm hearing this, too. What, is, what, what, oh the fuck, what, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> What'd you do? I can't say Oh, right what now. was it? No. You can't leave us hanging. Was it a dildo? 
No. Oh God, no. This it fact. was along the but it was <laughs> This fact. This and fact. Cody I can't did. say what it was, but I was in third grade and technically it was mine. I gave it to someone and they brought it to school. They're the idiots. You don't bring it to school. You have it outside the school. So I understand we? the kid no, it was along my mom could watch this. She knows. I can't say it yet. I don't wanna relive it. The point is I've brought alcohol to school too. They can't oh, like what, what expel I was saying, me. In high school, I would have expected that to be the behavior grade, of like a teenager. High. <sighs> That's like I don't know. middle school. <laughs> And it was like an angry or I'm not trying to defend that goddamn kid because that kid was wrong. I mean, but I mean, it's not. I mean, like even I have had a situation like all the way up to eighth grade where, like, I didn't do it, but like some kids had brought some alcohol to class, you know. And 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 during that time, we had like a you know like a little coat room where you could go like hang your coat and your book book bag up. And I remember, I, I, I'll never forget, I came into class, I'm hanging my coat up, my book bag, and like I smell something that oh. <laughs> clearly smells like alcohol. And I look, and they look at me like, is he going to snitch? And I'm just like, I, I got nothing to do with it. And I just left. But yeah, so it happens. Like people bring alcohol to school. It's weird. Um, I mean, like, <laughs> somebody's like, don't bring that around my children. Well, no, it, it's not the, like, I know, I know, and this is where I've had to, like, bring myself down. Like, I know that kids are going to, like, dabble and experiment and shit like that. But my concern is that how far does that go before it's taken more seriously? You know what I mean? Like, how far does that go before you're, like, changing something? Because if you can bring in beer and just get a slap on the hand, you can bring in a gun and just get a slap on the hand. But then don't act surprised when the motherfucker comes in and shoots the whole place up. Don't don't cry for, for, for prayers and thoughts when like you had the warning signs there. That's all I'm saying. But a lot of times they have had the warning signs and like I know this because like I watch like every time there's like a mass shooting particularly when it's like involved like schools and stuff like that the FBI is like, yeah, like we like they, you know, people were complaining about it the whole time. It was like, yeah, this guy's fucking crazy. And the I FBI mean, is like, well, what do you want us to do about it? He didn't break any laws yet. And then one day the person like finally works up the nerves like, yeah, today's the day. And then he goes and does it. But that's that's what I mean. There's like always more going on. There's always more going on. And so where it's like, like, yeah, you know, oh, I brought beer once because I thought it was funny. But this kid didn't just bring beer once. He has a record of like behavioral issues at school. Mm. So mm. that's Oh, really? That's cool. He does. Yes. And that's where I'm getting at. Like, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, don't, you know, like I feel like society just treats all of that like so lightly. And but then but then we're shocked. We're fucking shocked. Like, how many of those kids in Chicago do you think have are even in school, right? How many of them are even in school and how many of them are showing up and like how many of them have fucking track records with like being in trouble? Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's right. like You're right. You're right. I didn't so, even think about that. It's not like they just woke up and was like, I'm going to go fuck shit up. It's like, no, like this has been a pattern uh, that's like not really been addressed. And it's like, how can you address it? Like if the parents don't think it's a problem, if the schools don't think it's a problem, nobody thinks it's a problem, then it's like, 
oh, okay, well, we're all getting shot up downtown now, so maybe uh maybe going to jail will be the thing which is not like going to jail is not the, the the thing that like teaches anyone anything uh so i feel like the wait ultimate a second is- you said going to jail doesn't teach anyone anything no you think locking a person up and taking them out of society teaches them how to be a better person when they come out well it's that's what it's meant to do that's what it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, but that's not that's not what get that's not what helps humans is like throwing them in a box. You did you did bad. Now you sit in this mm-hmm. box. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what did I learn? <laughs> Nothing. I'm gonna go back out. And why do you think there's so many repeat offenders? Because they don't learn shit. <laughs> so like you look think- at other countries. Look at other countries and the way they handle their nobody, like even Canada, I'm pretty sure. Like they're they're like their times for their crimes are a lot less than America. You know what I mean? And like there's a whole conspiracy on like it being a a way like keeping people locked up is a part of adding into our society. You know, they have like jobs in there and corporations use the jails for cheap labor and mm-hmm. have you guys ever gone I down support- this rabbit hole? Yeah, and I support yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I support it. They you- should they should be farming. Oh my god. They should be our farmers. They should be making all the stuff that we need to survive as a country. Oh my god. <laughs> what? I feel like that's good use. You <laughs> <laughs> think that's good use? So slavery is okay? Because that's not what it's slavery. It. That's what it is. It's making it's being productive, giving you learning how to have goals and accomplishing those goals. Learning how to have discipline because well, you know yeah, what's your problem? I mean, like no, like what's the problem with that? If if somebody gets locked up, what's the problem of having yeah, to do I'm something productive? Yeah, no, forcing the man- the, mandatory. The problem is that like major corporations are like it's basically like saying children in China working at ten years old is not a bad thing. It's no, the that's same. a bad thing. It's the same is to it? me. It's the same. As, 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 so if so, if I go out and and fucking like rape somebody and like, well, you're going to jail for 15 years. Like, well, what am I going to do for 15 years? That's not the that's not the issue that I'm saying. The the th- issue I'm saying is that keeping people locked up keeps the like being able to have enough people to pay like two dollars an hour for this mm-hmm. labor, you know. But they then they get out get of jail. Paid. They get they get out of jail. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't get paid. Like they should not be. There should not be. There should not be corporation. Like you know what people should do in jail? They should do fucking therapy. Like 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 people in jail should like get to the re- the core behind the trauma that led them to commit the crime that they did. Somebody who rapes was raped, and they were raped, and they were raped before, and before, and before. Mm-hmm. Like R. Kelly. You know what I mean? But they're not gonna like. But they're not gonna spend twelve hours in therapy. Like, give them. That's therapy what they do in rehab. The, that's what people do in rehab. Why not? Oh, the rehab doesn't always work. We should make them do labor that helps boost the country. No, let me just let me just say this, and also pay them, but don't give them the money while they're in jail, so that when they come out, they have like a little nest egg, and then give them the rehab, you know, therapy and everything. The the system well, should be the system should be re reworked so that it really does rehabilitate people. Like the way it works now, like for the country, that's paying your time. Sorry, 
like I don't think I like if you if you go and commit a crime and they're just like, well, yeah, like, well, I'm in jail now. So like, what am I supposed to do? And it's like, you're going to help society and we're going to tell you why that's a good thing. Pick that cotton. So the person who's in jail for selling weed, where now yeah. weed is legal. They should yeah. be fucking working in there and slaving in there. Oh, no. And they what should... are they going to do? They're, you're in jail. What else are you going to do? No, they what should be time? released. They should um, be released because it's Education, no college degrees, like uh, high school diplomas. These people probably don't have high school diplomas, which I know a lot of people in there do get do get their schooling and stuff done like that. Um, but but what I'm saying is like just throwing somebody in a cell and then expecting that they're going to come out and be like a better version of themselves in society mm-hmm. is stupid to me. Yeah, I, it is. I, I agree with that part. But I don't yeah. think there's something wrong with having them do something productive. Like if like if I went to jail and it's like, yeah, you're going to go out here and like plant trees. Yeah. In I'm addition to like school that. and stuff like that. What I'm saying is like that Nike shouldn't be employing them, not even employing, they're not employing them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or they have arrangements with the jails and it's like, Mm -hmm. how about like you, you, they're making millions of dollars. Like why, why aren't we employing like people who are not in jail for those positions? That's what I'm saying. Like, like you're making millions, billions of dollars and you're still just being fucking greedy by being like, nah, I'm going to pay somebody $3 an hour mm. to do this. I know I should be like spreading to like the citizens of America okay, okay. for these jobs. Yeah, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, I understand that. It's fucked up. But you guys got to understand like all this stuff that we're talking about, This the, 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 the truly sad part about the whole thing is like even if somebody like even if god willing bernie sanders like came into power and he started putting on like the kind of stuff that we're talking about it would take like an entire another generation to like actually see that like you'll never you'll never see it in your fucking lifetime like it's not like it's not gonna be tomorrow like oh yeah universal we've come a a long way in a hundred years i don't feel like it's gonna be somebody's next lifetime and and and, yeah we've come a long way but you got like millions of people that want to go back to the 1950s when you could just slap the shit out of a woman and hang a nigga from a tree. They want to go back. I'm just saying they do. Yeah. I mean, make, make it great again. Like, remember when it, you used to go to church on Sunday and then you mm-hmm. come home and barbecue and watch the football game? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess in closing, I'm going to go ahead and open up the doors to the church, but I guess in closing, <laughs> uh, read, read, what, what's the book called? The, the Power... The secret. The secret. The secret. Yeah, read the secret. Uh, University. I have a lot of book recommendations. It, it, it's all it's it, it's all a mindset, and it is. we are all fucked, at least in our lifetime. Like whatever whatever big change we we're talking about, like we're not gonna see it. We we're will. just not. Yeah, watch the see, show. That's already how to get rich on Netflix. And yeah, watch, check watch that it. out. Read the book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. And yes, uh, ri- look. Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like all of those. Um, oh, that's your. Oh, you know what? Which one also helps me? Are you a Jackie or Marilyn? And it gives you tips on like being the ultimate woman. Because I didn't get to mention this, but that's what's my. Karen didn't has make been. the title name. <laughs> no, because Jackie Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe are famous. Who wants to be a Karen? Oh, that's like that one girl. <laughs> the one. All right, so Point Stephanie is. If- all right, go go ahead. The point is, we should start doing book recommendations or our little rabbit hole segments. That'll be fun. Yeah, 
yeah. see if anybody else can leave a comment and let them and let us know like what their rabbit holes are in the future yeah let us let us know what your rabbit holes are stephanie if they want to reach you anywhere where can they find you i am on twitter at stephanie rose <laughs> uh, and Jessica, if they want to reach you anywhere in the world, where can they reach you? I can be found Sweet everywhere. Maui. Yeah, it's, yeah, I can be found everywhere at Sweet Maui. S W E E T M A U I. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess if you want to do anything else, uh, go to their pages and check out the link tree. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff there, including the email. If you want to email and write in and uh, talk some shit, uh, questions, comments, complaints, concerns. But that's it. Uh, I just want to say, I just want to say, if I offended anybody during this conversation, I'm sorry. And that goes for not just you guys, but the, the listeners as well. Not my intentions, maybe not the best said, but I can explain in future episodes. <laughs> well, I don't give a fuck if somebody got offended or not. I do. <laughs> right in. Let me know. Call in. Call in. We're, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs>